Hello, everybody. We are doing a demo on how to create digital collages as reference photos for paintings. If you would like to grow as an artist and you can't afford an art class, we've got everything you need to our prof critiques, tutorials, and professional development. This is a technique that I really enjoy doing because it gets you past using a literal reference photo verbatim. For example, this is the Moulin Rouge commission that I did. It's a really complicated composition and I couldn't just look at a mishmash of reference photos. I had to make a digital collage so that I could organize the reference. Otherwise it's complete chaos. And I'm sorry, I can't show you guys the digital collage for this one because it has content in it that is confidential to the show. But you're gonna see my full demo on how to get started. I'm curious in the chat, who here uses reference photos? Do you find that to be fairly straightforward? Or do you find yourself frustrated with reference photos? Because they're harder to use than a lot of people think. And honestly, there's a lot of terrible reference photos out there. <laughs> Some of them will make your life very, very difficult. So today we are going to be doing an illustration composition for, <laughs> I can't say his name properly, Angel Ross, who's in the Les Miserables movie. And tell me in the chat if you have a history <laughs> with Les Mis the way I do, because I grew up with Les Mis. I was so obsessed with it in the seventh grade. And of course, now it's become this huge nostalgic thing. And then the movie came out and Hugh Jackman's in it. And Eddie Redmayne and Eric is like the perfect <laughs> movie for me. So I wanted to do an Angel Ross illustration. And it's a challenge because, first of all, there's the movie, but there's also the musical. And I really wanted to create an illustration that combines the two of them together because the movie and the musical have very different looks. I mean, I put together all these reference photos. I just go through and I collect everything that I can find. So the important thing when I first get started is that I have just a gigantic range of photos to choose from. And I think a lot of people, their first impulse, if you're gonna do a portrait composition with Angel Ross, <laughs> would be, okay, here we've got a reference of Angel Ross in the movie. All right, let's just take that photo and let's draw the photo. I just don't think that's very interesting. I mean, you can, but the thing is, this is very limited because you're not composing things yourself. So 
The first thing I do is I just collect as many images as I possibly can. And you can see I've compiled them. So here are the movie references. And then here are the musical references. Very different aesthetic. The thing that I really notice in these musical photos is the lighting very present. And some of the ones that I was really attracted to are the ones that have these diagonal rays of light. Another one that I really liked here, you can see the light almost crisscrossing through the diagonals of the barricade. And there's this beautiful atmosphere that's coming behind them. So that's an aesthetic in the show that I really, really like. And I'm thinking I want to include some version of that. So that's the first step. You collect the photos and you look at them and you say, okay, what are some of the visual qualities in these photos that get me really excited? Now you can see <laughs> there's such a range. I mean, some of these reference photos, they're super low resolution. And there's always something a little wrong with each photo. Like in this one, I like the rays of light, but the thing is the rays of light, they're almost too stark. And so that's where I like to bring in the ones that have more atmosphere. Like you can see almost the air in the background, this one too. This one has these diagonal rays of light that I like, but they're not quite as dramatic as I'd like them to be. So you'll notice in a lot of the references, there's always something a little off that I don't like. <laughs> Although maybe it's just me, I'm very picky. And so this is a comparison. This is the movie still, which I don't really like the way they did the barricade in the movie. I feel like it looked a little fake. I feel like the whole scene of the Paris streets looked a lot like a set. And so that's the reason I went to the photos of the musical is because the musical has a much better set and I think that's a better fit. So I'm going to end up using some of these, but then of course, <laughs> to get Aaron Tveit in here, I have, I have to use stills from the movie. Let's see what people are saying in the chat about reference photos because in my opinion, I think it's difficult to use reference photos well. They're much harder than a lot of people think they are. All right. Kesin Lay says, I use clients' reference photos to create their custom art. Usually the photos are awful, but I love the challenge of bringing their ideas to life. Oh, it's so hard. Like I know a lot of people would do pet commissions and the clients will provide a photo and it's always terrible. It's always a photo that's grainy. Maybe it's too dark or some part of it is cropped off. I mean, that's one of the reasons we have the free reference photo collection on Flickr is that I shoot those photos specifically so they can be a good reference. So you'll notice that a lot of the animal photos that we have, well, all of them, I don't crop the animals. I do the entire animal. And the ones that don't get in there are the ones where, oh, I was a little off and a tail was cut off, something like that. 
so that's the problem is a lot of reference photos are incomplete. They don't have all the information that you need. Yes, Carolyn's saying the lighting never cooperates for getting good reference photos outdoors. There's some degree of control you can do. I usually like to take photos with natural light. And so oftentimes if you can find a window in your home that has a soft diffused light, that can help a lot because usually it's the direct like super bright sunlight. That's the stuff that's really difficult to photograph. Crosby says, when I use anatomical reference photos for sculpting, they help a lot. When I use them for drawings and paintings, I find myself struggling a little bit. Oh, it's so different depending on what you're using reference photo for. Are you using it to make a sculpture? In which case, sometimes reference photos are not that helpful, but sometimes they can be because you need to see a particular point of view. Yeah, Polly says, I like taking references. It's just picking which ones go together. Manette says, I struggle to take bits and pieces from different references and make it still look good. Oh, I know, trying to put together this almost patchwork quilt of images is very tricky because they oftentimes really do not mesh very well. All right. So the other way that I get reference photos is I will actually take screenshots from videos. And this is especially helpful because sometimes a lot of the reference photos that you find, they're oftentimes somebody posing because a movie will have certain stills that they release. But the thing is, <laughs> when you get to actually watch the physical movements of the characters, to me, that's part of really understanding who the character really is. So Angel Ross, Aaron Debate, he's a French revolutionary. He's really, really intense. And he's leading this group of students in this war, and he's very strong-willed and determined. And you see that in his posture, you see that in his facial expressions. So I think no matter what you're doing, it's always helpful to watch a video. So if you are, say, doing drawings of an elephant, okay, most people would say, okay, go find an elephant picture, I'm done. No, go and watch elephant videos see how elephants move. Even better, go to the zoo, see them in real life. So I have found reference photos and the screenshots. I, I'm actually relying on those more than on the photos that I see in Google images. So who here has used video as a reference? Let me know because I was just really surprised at how helpful it was. All right, there's one photo <laughs> that I really like <laughs> of Uncle Ross. I don't know if it's the one I'm gonna use, but it's this photo. Uh, and of course it's like super crappy quality. 
Okay. I don't know. There's something about the way it's this quiet moment with Angel Ross and it looks like he's settled down for a little bit because the rest of the movie, he's really aggressive. And I like that little moment. It's also nice because it has all the props, the gun, and you can see more of his outfit because I didn't want to do one that was just his face. I wanted to put him in a context. So the hair, I can get references from somewhere else. That's super easy. The clothing is fine. There's enough information here for me to work with, but the face is a problem <laughs> because I can't see enough. The reference photo is not good enough. So what I will do is I will actually go into the video and I'll watch the video and I'll wait until I see a clip of his face in a similar situation. So let's just start from the beginning because I know there is a clip at the very beginning that sort of gets that in there. I'm looking for a side view of him turning to the right. And I know it's coming up because, oh, there it is. Okay, see this? That is a similar view. Now I gotta go back because there might be a better clip of that. You end up watching the same clip over and over again. Oh, too bad. <laughs> There's another one at the beginning that I want to try to find. There, there it is. Ah, shoot. Missed it. Let's go back. Okay. I should just pause. That's what I should do. But sometimes it's easier for me to just take the screenshot. Shoot, I keep missing it. In a lot of circumstances, I just sit and I screenshot for hours. It's that comp. Oh, there it is. Nice. Okay. That's a big part of it. And so now I can open up some of those images and see where I am. This is a lot of photos. I mean, I've never understood how anybody could draw from one photo just because I know I'm so reliant on these. And oftentimes you have to do stuff to the reference photo. For example, I like this shot a lot, but it's really dark. So I'll go in and I'll fix them a lot. And I'm not trying to fix them to make them look good. I'm trying to fix them so I can see the form better. For example, if I pump this up in terms of darkness, well, I don't know, that looks okay. Maybe like that. And now this becomes a usable reference photo. Same thing with some of these other ones. Usually they're too dark. Although another thing I might do, let's say I wanted to do a charcoal drawing. This is full out color. So what I'll do is I'll turn the reference photo into black and white. And I might go in and change some of the, con you know, maybe I want something really dark. And this is what I do. Oftentimes I will zoom all the way out 
just to see what is the extreme and I'll pull it back. And maybe here I could say, hey, what if I want something really menacing like that? And you could even say to yourself, okay, actually don't like that background very much. So let's get rid of it. So there's more emphasis on him. So that's a quick sloppy way for me to get the result that I want because the reference photo was not happening. All right, let's import some of those photos that I really liked. So let's start with the background. Oh, these are really fun too. I should show these to you guys. I'm not gonna use these, but I have found it really helpful, especially when it's a story that's as old as Les Mis. As I'll go through and I'll look at the old book illustrations, because I do like to see, okay, it's the same story and how was it illustrated, let's say in the early, 1900s. <laughs> also this. <laughs> Very helpful. You just look up the character. I mean, I actually read the Les Mis book, so I feel like I know it better. But let's say somebody was hired to do an illustration. You don't know anything about Angel Ross. So he's a charming young man. Yes, he is. Who is capable of being fearsome. He's said to have the appearance of long, fair lashes, blue eyes, hair flying in the wind, rosy cheeks, pure lips, and exquisite teeth. Oh, yes. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Here's another really old one. Now, this is another image in the musical, which is the gigantic red flag. And there are scenes where Angel Ross picks up the flag and starts waving it everywhere. So I'm really trying to look at what are some of the key elements. So this is actually from the movie. These are some concept images. So another big prominent feature in the background is this elephant. Here's another illustration of the barricade. This is really just getting the knowledge you need to make the image. Don't leave any stone unturned because you'll get ideas from all of these. Like you might look at this and say, oh, I actually like the architecture back there. Maybe in an image like this, you could say, oh, actually I like the architecture here better. And then here you can actually see there's some fire in the background. So I might decide, oh, I like fire. <laughs> let's put that into the composition. All right, let's see how we can get started. Let's do the background first. This is the one that I was really excited about because I love the lighting. And the other thing is that, except for a couple of dead people, actually, I think this is Ross because that's how he died in the musical. But there's no people in here. And so that's a nice thing because it makes this a little bit more malleable. Like if I had an image that was all cluttered with people, that's a little bit harder to do. Let's put in a couple more because I did really like this one here. I like those diagonals. 
So let me just import a couple of those. I do like this one because it has the lighting up above. Okay, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Anna says, if you're using reference pics from the internet or a movie, you have to worry about copyright issues. I'm guessing it doesn't matter if your work changes it enough. Yeah, it's, <laughs> trust me, <laughs> I have had my fair share of copyright stuff recently. And this is a whole other conversation. We have a whole stream with Greg Kanan, who's my lawyer and who helped me so much with that Moulin Rouge fiasco. But the idea is that if you use images and you change them enough, you shouldn't be in trouble. Like if I took, for example, this photo and I just drew it exactly as it was, that's a copyright issue because somebody shot this photo of a photographer and yes, absolutely, that's not great. Usually the problem comes in when you try to sell it. If you're just making it to show for fun, for study, that's totally fine. Really, it's the business part that can get you in trouble. Amanda says, I have a love-hate relationship with technology, stuff like editing reference photos I love. Emails. Oh, God. I hate clearing out my inbox. It's so annoying. Yeah, this is true. On Netflix and Amazon, the screen capture image will be blank because of digital rights management. Well, that's why we have YouTube. <laughs> Ginger says, did you already make thumbnails before doing this? Do you already have an idea of where you're going? A tiny bit. Let me see if I can find... I did a few in my sketchbook, but they're really rudimentary. I mean, again, I call them my Playmobil sketches. Oh gosh, there's only one. Okay, I'll show you guys. <laughs> Normally I would do more, but I'll hold that a little better. This is the one I did. Okay, so this is Enjolras. That's the flag and the bottom is the barricade. So I did a little bit, but not much. <laughs> and I was toying with a lot of other things actually, because I was thinking earlier on that maybe I would do the tavern scene because I wanted to show that I could draw props for illustration. So these are some from the tavern scene but I don't know I just don't think he looks as good in this scene <laughs> I mean, he looks good in every scene but I, I just really like the other one <laughs> let's put that one in as well right now because I like his stance in that photo I feel like that's a big part of his character
Samnangelic says, do you have an idea first or take inspiration from the images or both? It's both. That thumbnail that I showed all of you, it's so rudimentary, but it gave me an idea. I was like, okay, there's barricade at the bottom. There's maybe a French flag on the right. And then he's in the upper left-hand corner. And after I do the digital collages, then I'll go back and I'll do another round of thumbnails. And then I'll do probably a color sketch. Sometimes I'll start it with marker and then add digital stuff on top of it. It's a real back and forth. The whole thing about the way I do sketches and reference photos is it's not linear. Because sometimes I'll be ready to go with the sketch. And then I'm painting. I'm like, oh, shoot, this photo is not good. I got to go find another one. And so the reference photo stuff almost never ends. Tali says, do you always use videos? Do you try to make variety from videos and photos? Yeah, definitely. Mostly it's screenshots. That's where you get the good stuff. Because if you do a search, okay, so this is images of Angel Ross in the movie. And what you start to see, it's the same photo over and over again. I mean, yes, there's variations, but it's pretty limited in terms of what you can see. Also, some of them just are not that dynamic. If you look at, I mean, this is a photo of them. Whoops, sorry. This is a photo of them on the set. I mean, they're just standing there. It's not that exciting. <laughs> and this one is really bad resolution. And it, it just ends up being very generic because the thing is, let's face it, there, there's plenty of Angel Ross <laughs> artwork online if you want to find it. And you'll notice a lot of it looks the same because people are drawing from the exact same movie stills. All right, let's go back in, start to put this together. Let's hide Angel Ross for a minute. And I think, and by the way, everybody, I am so bad at Photoshop. It's actually super embarrassing how bad I am. Like, I don't even use a tablet. It's not pathetic. <laughs> so don't make fun of my really, really crappy Photoshop skills. <laughs> They're like non-existent. But this is what works for me. Okay. All right. So I could put it in the middle, but actually I'm going to make it bigger and I'm going to push it to the side. So it's a little bit off center. And this one, I liked the lighting on the left. Although, well, it might be overkill. Let's just see. Yeah, that might be too much. Yeah, I don't really like that. Okay, let's bring in this one. Because the thing about these references, it's like you just don't know. All right, I like the left-hand side. I don't really like the right, so I'm going to make this a lot bigger. So this is where you work with placement because... What I'm looking at right now is the wheelbarrow, the wheel, okay? So I need to ask myself, where do I want 
this wheel to be? Like, do I want it? Actually, let's take that one away. Do I want it in the upper left-hand corner? Or do I want it more in the center? Or is it over here? I mean, I might even take this image and just flip it horizontally. But I do like these shapes up here at the top. I feel like those are pretty dramatic. Although maybe I want a bigger scene. Let's see. I'm going to bring back that upper section. And Okay, so what I'll do here is I'll... Uh, no, that's not good. Okay, so that starts to construct a scene. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, maybe I'll just turn this one around and I'll use it to fill in that top spot that was a little bit empty. Okay, so this one, let me like turn it so it better reflects what's happening. And actually, I feel like I want to move this over even more. And I got this white up here, so I'm just going to take, oops, let's make that a little less hard. Okay, so that sort of darkens that section. Oh, God. oh shoot, I forgot to put it on a different layer. Go back. <laughs> okay. I am so pathetic when it comes to layers. I mean, my kid and husband make fun of me so much about that. Okay. So I'll take this layer and then I'll just change the opacity. Although I really should fill here because I don't want that white in there. Although, I don't know. I kind of like that better. Now that's too much, isn't it? Uh, let's erase some of it. Whoops. So those are all compositional choices that I'm making. And I got to get rid of these guys because they are distracting me. I'm curious, people in the chat, are you surprised by how I'm doing this? Or does it feel similar to maybe what you were imagining? Oh, I think I need a layer of blue because I still have these like white patches that I don't like. So I'm just going to copy some of that color and we'll do another layer on top. Ooh, that looks terrible. Okay, I think I need something darker. Let's try this. Ooh, that's really bad. Okay, let's change the opacity. A little better. And I do want to get rid of some of these edges up here. So it's a little bit easier. Oops. Let's see 
what people are saying in the chat. <laughs> Manette says, this is some seriously intense dedication. Well, what I'm showing you all right now is such a tiny part of the process. That Moulin Rouge commission, I swear I spent two weeks on the reference photos. It was absurd. I mean, I'm usually pretty comprehensive about things, but that one just drove me absolutely up the wall because the problem with musicals is there aren't that many photos online because that's just not what they do. And so you have to really, really get creative about things. Ginger says, I'm surprised that you go back and forth. I always feel like I have to be finished with the thumbnail stage to collage. I can't just plow through. <laughs> like, there's always something. I'll do something in the thumbnail. I'll add it. And I'll go, oh, that wasn't in my digital collage. I got to go back. Somnangelic says, it was a little more detailed than I thought it might be, but making me want to give it the same gusto. Really, really helpful. <laughs> Baparistic says, suspicious. Aaron Tveit and Hugh Jackman are both in the movie. And Eddie Redmayne, he's so cute. Which one will Prof draw? Who shall be on top? Well, this one, I, I'm sort of on an Aaron Tveit role right now. Plus, Hugh Jackman doesn't look good in that movie. I don't know. The way they did his hair, I just, in general, I don't really like the look of the movie it just looks sort of fake which is why i'm using the photos from the musical kathy says i study a million screen caps i'll picture maybe sketch i'll combine elements from different sources but have never tried to construct an assemblage like this do it karasu using digital collage to create a background for a comic or animation you can apply this technique to pretty much anything. All right, I decided to bring this one back and I'm gonna lower the opacity even more. Oh, that's kind of nice. Let's make that a touch darker and a little more saturated. Oh, I, I think that's a little bit too light, hang on. I mean, I get really anal about stuff. So I might go in here and say, add some darker pockets of blue. So I could go in and do something like this. Yeah. So I do like 40% opacity and let's say I just, I want to keep what's in here, but let's say I just want to darken it a little bit. Because really what I'm doing right now, it's like you're creating zones. So I want this to push back a little bit more. I feel like I need to make, which one is it? Oh, it's this one. Okay. This one needs to be bigger. I think it's getting in the way. It's not big enough. Let's see if that helps. Although I might duplicate it. Duplicate that layer and let's make this layer lower opacity. And so now it's easier for me to maybe fill in a little bit. It's just, I keep ending up with that like white space, which is getting in the way. Okay, 
the other layers back. Okay, not perfect, but it's getting there. And I think this spot too, I also want to darken. Like th this part I want like dark. Why is that not going? Did I not put it on the layer? That's weird. Oh, there we go. Okay, now the other thing I'll do too is I'll play with contrast. So let's say do something. So what I do is I overdo it. I say, okay, that's way, although, I don't know, that's kind of cool. <laughs> like sometimes you think, oh, that's way too much, but it's not sometimes. So that's why, okay, you go to the extreme. Okay, yeah, definitely don't want that. And then I pull it back until I get it. So here's where it was. And if I go here, it's like this. So I go all the way and then I pull myself back. So I don't, hmm, I'm not sure if I want it too dark. Well, let me try this. Let's do, uh, okay, let's do that again. I think I do need some darks. Maybe I need the darker. Maybe a little more dark, not too much. Well, because I like the dark on this side. I feel like that's pretty cool. Okay, I should also save this. <laughs> that would be a problem if I didn't save it. Okay. <laughs> Actually, let me see what happens. I don't know, it's kind of nice with the wheelbarrow because I had it here. Wait, it's kind of nice in the upper left-hand corner. Tell me in the chat if you like that better. Because I think I do. Okay, and then maybe this gets a little bigger. Oh, that's a little too much. Do I want it that high up? Because I'm looking at this thing, whether I want that. Yeah, I do like that. Okay, that's better, I think. Okay, I need that. Okay, this one, this layer I don't need. I know my layers are a disaster. I know some of you are a little horrified right now. Okay, I think these I'm gonna keep. Okay. I'm not saying this is the background I'm going to keep, but I like the structure of it. I mean, it depends when I start adding the figures, I may have to change a lot of things, but that's a pretty big difference against the original reference. Okay. So this is the original and this is my Photoshop version and it, it is very similar. But look at the difference. There's definitely quite a bit of cropping. And you know something? I may not even want to keep this blue because if I look at more photos of the musical, so a big theme in the musical is the color red. There are a bunch of, whoa, that's a, tiny picture. 
there are a lot of photos. First of all, there's the red flag, but like this one is the same scene, but it's all red. And so I might actually want to go back and see, because this is a very blue composition. Let me save this as a JPEG. And let's see if maybe in red, it looks better. Okay, so let's work with the hue. A little too pink. Go in, how to get that. I mean, that's kind of cool. Tell me in the chat, do you like the red version or the blue version? Although, I don't know, the red is sort of overpowering, isn't it? Because if there's this much red, I think he's not going to show up very well. Let's put him on top and see if it's okay. I sort of suspect it won't be. And this, this is just me really quickly looking. I mean, I have to do, yeah, I don't like the red. Yeah, but I'm going to save it still as a reference. Might go back. Let's see. I do want to pump up the saturation. Get pretty bright like that. And then, of course, this is really sloppy. Like, I'm not even trying to make it look good. I'll just really quickly. Oops, I drew over his gun. That's stupid. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is almost a project in itself. Oops. The digital collage i can spend hours on this because the thing is the better and more thorough of a collage i do the less work i have to do later on it's just a lot less wondering how things are going to be okay super sloppy Oh, shoot. I destroyed his gun. Actually, I have to make the gun taller. Whoops. Let's make it go off. Oh, it's taller, and he needs to be brighter now. Maybe his pants should be a little more dark. I mean, maybe he's... Oh, I feel like he should be, well, so if I'm going to keep the gigantic wheelbarrow, because it's it seems my first impulse would be, okay, put him here, but then that covers that. Okay, so I'm going to flip him. Let's put him in here and flip. Put him back. Maybe that's a little better. I might want to make him, I might want his arm to go off the page. Huh. Maybe not. 
Hmm. All right. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. Yeah, definitely blue. Thanks, everybody. Although Anna's saying more orange and yellow might be interesting. Yeah, in Photoshop, it's so fast to do that. Good. We've got blue from a lot of people. Yeah, more mysterious and misty, says Anna. Oh, absolutely. This is a good point. The blue will give it a somber feel, like the moment of stillness you described earlier in Aaron's photo. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is great. The way people are giving in their thoughts. You know something? Let's try this. I am curious. I think I'm going to need to save this image just so I have it. I know you can merge layers. I, I'm so bad at all of this. So don't ask me to perform any YouTube, any Photoshop athletics. I just can't do it. I, I'm just curious, like, if this really, well, I mean, that's really dramatic. It might be Hmm. What if it's like really dark? I don't plan on doing this. I just want to see. I mean, it's so fast to make those changes. Yes, we're doing a digital collage sonnet as a reference for a painting. How do you even paint mist and fog? I wouldn't know where to begin. I think a lot of it is layering. I mean, I, I always feel like that's my answer for a lot of painting questions. But a lot of the times when I look at people's paintings, that's the number one problem is they just haven't put down enough layers. For those of you who paint, do you layer a lot? Approximate for me how many layers you put in because I feel like it's not until layer four that I start to get results because you need to build up incrementally. I do it a lot with glazes where I'll do an opaque layer just as a foundation and then I slowly build up a lot of layers of glazes. Okay, good. Thanks, Seven Angelic. I don't feel like as much of a Photoshop moron. <laughs> Counselor Chip says, I've never done this. I can see the value, but I'm still likely not to do it. I'm happy being a hobbyist. Yeah. I mean, I think there's so much value in seeing processes that are not yours, that you will never do in a million years, because it's just an opportunity to see somebody else's workflow, because I could be trying to do the exact same thing as somebody, like say we're both painting a pair, I would approach it totally differently than somebody else. So tell me in the chat, who likes seeing that workflow? I mean, I suspect that's why people like seeing my live streams is because you're seeing in real time where my mind is going and it wanders. It is not straightforward. And I think you don't see that in an edited tutorial. 
sonnet says not too dark and Amanda's asking what's the difference between a digital collage and photo bashing my understanding of photo bashing and I could be wrong so maybe somebody can correct me is that in photo bashing your end result is the digital thing I'm using this to make a painting so I'm never going to show this as oh this is a finished digital collage it's just something I throw together for the painting. Carolyn says, definitely love seeing the workflow. Makes me understand more of the reality. Oh, I know. I mean, so many artist videos, they are so not aligned with the reality of the creative process. It romanticizes it. It cuts it down to such a tiny portion of the process. And so people end up with these really artificial representations of what's actually involved. And a lot of it is tedious. A lot of it is, is it this or this? Yeah, George says, find the thought process fascinating. Well, what do you guys like about watching me stumble around? <laughs> reassuring to know that it's not straightforward because I think we all have an idea of oh how long is this going to take usually we approximate and I'm never never even close I'll say to myself oh this will take like three hours it's like six hours later it's still not done I don't think I've ever said oh I think it'll take two hours and then it took an hour that never happens because there's always a piece of me that says it could be if you just tried this, at a certain point, you have to stop sometimes. In my case, I had a deadline for the commission, which is behind me. So I couldn't just keep going. But really, I, I could go forever. <laughs> All right. Let's bring him back. I don't think I'd like this either, though, because he's not in the scene He's in front. I mean, maybe the scene I'm doing is too big. Hmm. Let's try this. Okay, I should link the layers. Wait a second. So if I make it, what layer is locked? Oh, okay. Let's get rid of that. I see to get rid of layers. Okay. Let's try this. I'm going to keep him on there, but I'm going to make this like way bigger. But even then, he still he still has to be really small. Hmm. Maybe I don't want a barricade that shows the scale so much. You know something? There was another one that I really liked that was not as. Uh, do I? Let's say don't apply. Okay. There was one, oh, this one. 
this is more of a close-up scene. And I do like the background a lot. I'm going to try this. I'm going to get rid of the figures. Oops. And again, this is so rudimentary. All right, I'm going to just cancel out. Or maybe I'll just do a layer that goes, yeah, because you know something? I probably do want to have some of the people in there, but I want the emphasis to be on him. So I don't have to get rid of these people as much as I just need to downplay them a little more. Oh, whoops. And I don't think I'm going to keep these figures necessarily, like these particular poses. I might pull some figures from some of the other places. Oops, crap. No, that's not what I want. <laughs> okay, that's a little bit better. I think I want to crop it though. Oh no, that's not what I want. Okay, let's bring him back. Oh wait, I should take him from the other Photoshop document. Here we go. All right, let's see how that plays out. Because he could be, yeah, I definitely don't want those other figures because their poses are super dynamic. And if we're at this quiet moment in the scene, I probably, I probably want the other figures to have a similar vibe as what he's doing. Okay, for now then, no, I don't want it that dark. I'm going to really darken. Well, let's make it so we can't see the figures anymore. Change the opacity of the brush. All right, so they're in there. But they're not that visible. Oh, I kind of like that. That's sort of cool. What do you guys think? There's this diagonal. Let's move him around a little bit more. Because he might look better. Oh, I got to get rid of this. Let me just do another layer. Maybe something a little bit lighter. because I, I just want to get rid of them so they're not in the way. So I can see him more clearly. 
right, let's try that. Ooh, I kind of like that, you guys. I mean, it's sort of a question of size. Yeah, I don't like the right-hand side. I, I feel like because there's this diagonal that goes across, it feels like you would start in the upper left-hand corner and then it moves downwards. I don't know. Maybe he needs to be turned the other way. <laughs> it's funny. You, you flip things back and forth. Put him in here. Flip it. Because so often I just have no idea. Oh, wait, wrong file. <laughs> no, wait, that's not the right file either. Wait, where is it? I can't find my file. Oh, here it is. <laughs> All right, let's try this. Wait, where'd he go? Okay, good. Let's save this before I lose my mind. All right, let's take this away. And maybe... Oh, that's kind of nice. Okay, hang on, let's do a comparison. That's another thing that I really like. Hmm. I think I like this one better. All right, let's do what Lisa said. <laughs> number one or number two. It's like the eye doctor. Number one or number two. <laughs> I just wonder if those eye doctors get so bored of showing you the exact same picture of a house every time. I, I sort of like the flag in the back too, but I like how it's a little bit misty. I definitely want more of these diagonals of light, but I sort of like, well, let's see what it looks like if he's a lot bigger. Well, I don't like that. I like him being smaller. Let's make him even smaller. I don't like that. I think I like that better. All right, so George liked number one. That's the one that I liked. Sonnet says, are you going to layer the mist on top of the figure? Probably, because if I have him, I mean, this is so crappy looking because it's a collage, but I think the way to get atmosphere to work is if it's in front of him as well as behind him, because then you get a better sense of depth. And... Thank you so much, Sonnet, for the super sticker. We so appreciate your support. Keep those coming. Those add up over time, and they're a huge help. Subnangelic says, reassuring to see that my bumbling and waffling is totally normal and just something we do. 
I think if you're not doing that, it probably means you're not pushing yourself and you're doing the easy option. Ginger says, love watching you because I see the struggle. I always feel bad when I'm struggling because everyone else makes it look easy. It's not. They're, they're just removing <laughs> all evidence that they ever struggled because people are performing when they're on social media. They're trying to make themselves look good. And I, I just find that exhausting. <laughs> it's so much easier for me to just be myself. Having to perform and curate is so frustrating to me. Manette says, I consider myself an amateur artist. I'm self-taught. Definitely reassuring to see someone who's done it so long, has been in shows and everything, not have everything come easily. It's not easy. There's no amount of experience you could ever get that will make the brainstorming part easier. I mean, certainly with technique. Yeah, I'm better at acrylic painting than I was even <laughs> two years ago because I've been doing it way more. But this composition stuff, this is the hard part. People think it's the painting. It's not. It's the composition and trying to figure out where things go. Okay, so people like number one. I do want to bring back some of the rays of light. I just got to find it this okay let's bring this in over here oh those are all linked okay i gotta unlink those oh there's that too let's get rid of that okay let's make these really big Oh, I need to use this side, right? Okay, let's just see what this looks like. Uh, that a little softer. Change the opacity. I, I just love the opacity thing. It's just like super fun. kind of nice. I want to darken. Oh, actually, that's kind of cool. Well, maybe a little bit of atmosphere back here. Oh, I really should put that somewhere else. Okay, maybe like here. Because if there's too much black around him, he's not going to sit very well. So I'm just adding a few pockets of atmosphere. So there, there's some here. I mean, most of it is going to stay here. And I do want to keep that diagonal. Yeah, that looks pretty good. I'm much happier with that. Okay, that feels better. I think I like the flag. I feel like I want the flag further to the right. Would that look better? Let, let's bring in the photo of the flag so I can actually place it.
Okay, so for this, let's pull in the flag. And I'm actually going to get rid of it here. Is this it? Oh, I can't remember where my layers are. It's really dumb. Oh, there it is. Okay. So I'm just going to make it not so prominent. All right. Now, where is my flag? There it is. Okay. And you know something, you guys, I'm sure there's a faster way to do the stuff that I'm doing, but I just can't be bothered right now to learn those things. How come the person came back? No, that's not, oh, oh, I need to erase him. There we go. Just going to erase around the edges of the flag. Ooh, I kind of like, oh, that's sort of sweet, you guys. Oh, nice. So I, I could have a big flag and him with the atmosphere. Oh, that's coming together. Cool. All right. This might actually be working. Wait, am I using the brush? Oh, okay. There we go. How do how do I get rid of that guy? Let me remove all these layers. Oh, the opacity! I forgot about that. Does <laughs> anybody do that? Where you're like, "Why is this?" And then you're like, "Oh, duh! It's the opacity. I get it now." Oops. And you know something? I might increase the saturation here. Oh, why is that so blue? Ugh, what is that? Ew. Maybe we'll keep it like that for now. <laughs> okay, let's bring that back. Wait. Oh my God, did I close it? Wait a second. Oh, phew. Oh, I thought that I had like not saved and lost everything. Okay. Wait, is this the wrong file? Shoot, okay, I think it's the wrong file. I have to go back. Is it this one? Wait, where is it? Oh my God, I'm so dumb, you guys. Okay, let's just do open recent. <laughs> it's like that. Oh my God, I'm so stupid. Is it, what, what happened to my stupid lair? It's not this. Wait, but is is this the layer? I can't remember, you guys. Oh, this is okay. <laughs> it's like so confused for a second. Okay, good, good, good. I was really terrified for a minute. <laughs> okay. Let's see what we could do with the flag. And you know, sometimes I'll actually make the image kind of small or even like this. So I can see the elements a little bit better. I do think this needs more erasing. Whoops. 
I mean, I'll go in and get a better photo of the flag later on. But for now, I'm just trying to put it in there. Now, the question is, I don't know that I like the flag being the same diagonal. Actually, let's tilt it a little more. What if the flag was on the other side? Okay, let's try that. So I'm going to put the flag in here. I'm going to flip it. Let's see what happens if it's... Ooh! I sort of like that, you guys. Let's play with the rotation a little bit. I think I want a more bold diagonal. Should it be bigger? Oh, that's too big. I feel like you can't really see it. Cool. Okay, let's bring back all the other stuff. Nope. Maybe... I think I just need to add another layer of some grays. So let's set really low opacity. So I can sort of shape that diagonal better. Oh, wait, wait, no, 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 no. Let's not do that. Maybe some black. Because I, I definitely want to keep this diagonal motion. That's sort of cool, you guys. Oh, wait, wait. Let's see. Do I want him? Not sure. I don't want him on the flag. But I guess the question is, do I want to push him all the way here? Oh, and you know something? Maybe... Oh, okay. So I, I do really like the wheelbarrow. So what if I make the wheelbarrow really large and it is this shape, let's make it even bigger. I sort of like that. because it's a really cool shape. Although I don't think I want it the same height as the flag. Maybe it's even smaller. A little lower. But these are compositional ideas. I couldn't do this in a thumbnail. It's only in digital stuff that this can happen. And I think I will have some of the dudes. Let's see if we can get a photo where people are not so energized. Because there's that scene. Oh, here. This is the scene where Eponine dies. I, I was really obsessed with Eponine. <laughs> so this is a good one. All right, let's pull this in. I 
though I don't like the direction of their faces. Okay, let's get rid of that. I think I can find a better one. Like this one? Where they're sort well, but they're looking up. I, I sort of like the idea of having these figures at the bottom. Maybe if I just lower the opacity of this layer, like let the people, oh, and actually I should put the flag. Oh no, that looks worse. Hmm. Not sure still. AA says, I like that there's red in different places now. Red from the coat and red from the flag. Yeah, my concern was that that blue in the background would be so different than the red of his outfit that the red would almost feel like it was collaged on top. I mean, it is. <laughs> I'm sure there's a system for keeping track of your layers. I don't have one because I just work in such a chaotic manner. <laughs> Sonnet is saying, I haven't been paying attention, but I hope AI isn't taking over. A shame. It was moving in that direction, even if it's for a little while. I mean, it's here. And actually, I spoke to my friend who's a lawyer, not an artist at all, works in copyright. And he said his best advice for artists is to find out everything you can about it. Educate yourself, which I have not taken the time to do. But I think anytime new technology arrives, it's not a good idea to just say, oh, I'm never going to do that. I have no use for that because you, you don't know. I mean, I haven't found a use for it yet, but I haven't really spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to use that. But there's a lot of people like Trent, the one of our Discord moderators, he's been doing a lot of stuff with AI. So I've been living vicariously <laughs> through him. Yes, I know, Amanda. I'm just too lazy. <laughs> Yes, art is hard. I don't understand this concept that being an artist is easy because the people I know who are artists, they work just as hard as everybody else I know in other fields, if not more than that. All right, everybody, we have a new art school portfolios group in the Discord. It's for BFA and MFA applicants. You get critiques, ongoing support, and voice sessions for $30 to $40 a month. Please join me in the Discord for a chat. I'll post some of these variations so you guys can see them up close. ArtProf has services. We have artist calls, portfolio critiques, statement editing, personal art curriculums, we have a wonderful Patreon group where you get to share your art in weekly voice sessions. You get long, nerdy critiques from me. But most of all, you find support in a small group of artists. Everybody, thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time. Bye.